When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. Welcome to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome to the Darling Down Low. And yes, uh, we are on SEN track here. We're all about Toowoomba tonight. We are, Sammy. And there is Chris Nelson, my offsider on the Darling Down Low. Chris O, how's the week been? Hasn't been too bad. Plenty of uh, plenty of work. It was nice and quiet at the start of the week, Sam. A couple of days of just sort of doing things a bit easy. But then it all starts to rev up about, about Wednesday morning. Everything starts to pick up and the week just disappears from there. Yeah, well, not only does it rev up for the Toowoomba meeting on a Saturday night, but it's Caulfield Cup Day. One of our favourite days. I know it's one of your favourite days. It I is. Know I know it's one of yours, but it's always uh, a big day. Did you say Caulfield Cup Day or Everest Day? No, I said Caulfield <laughs> Cup Day. I said Caulfield <laughs> Cup Day, and that is that is what it will always be, Caulfield Cup Day. Well, not, uh, not to some people, but... It's, it's got uh, great history and... Uh, look, I'm going to say it's not one of the best Caulfield Cups you've ever seen, uh, but I'll put it out there. I've, I've, uh, I, I've backed Waterhouse's horse, and I, I think uh, it'll jump and put himself up on speed. And, yeah, I think he'll be really hard to beat, and that's Knight's order. I think he's effective in these heavy conditions. Uh, he's a strong stayer, and Gabe Waterhouse, she knows how to win this race. I'm with Richie. Benno. Oh, boom. I saw... Um, uh, Richie Benno's wife has, has been to see the horse. That There was a snippet on uh, Channel 9 last night. It was quite interesting, actually. So I think Daphne, her name yeah, was. Daphne, and, and yeah, Daphne. She's yeah. been to see the horse, and uh, she's very excited about uh, Benno going around the Caulfield Cup. Well, he's going to get back, and I don't know if uh, they can make ground today at Caulfield with all that rain they had Thursday and whatever. So it's going to be going to be tough. It's going to be a bit of a slog. Might take you back to the – when was the last slog? Hay Eye and those sort of horses. Yeah. Lord Reams. Gee, well, and I, I would imagine, uh, well, the tracks back then were a lot heavier than, than they get now. And yeah. I know that there's been rumblings uh, down in Melbourne that the track will improve and be okay, but, gee, they've had a power of rain. So well, um, it'll be interesting to see if they still go around on heavy 10 conditions come Caulfield Cup. Just before we get off that, something that's always been a bit of a bugbear of mine, Sam, heavy 10. Yeah. A track can be a heavy 10, you can have 500 mils of rain, yeah. and after that it's still a heavy 10. Yes. So why do we cap it at 10? Yeah. Well, the no, the whole numbers thing is a load of rubbish anyway. It's, I mean, what's the difference between a heavy 8 and a heavy 9? Nothing. Heavy 9 and a heavy 10, exactly. So it's um, uh, the, the whole numbers set up has always been So really we should garbage. just go back to good, dead, soft and yeah. slow Oh, but and you heavy. can't call it dead. Oh, you can't. Oh. Well, we... You know, I mean, it's just, just, uh, but anyway, it's, it's one of those crazy things, isn't it? That, yes. that we often see in horse racing. Now, last week, 
Uh, we didn't have a Toowoomba meeting. No. Uh, uh, the tracks had a little bit of a break, uh, so it'll be cherry ripe for tonight's meeting. Uh, we went round at Warwick where Wham won the cup. Oh, no. No, it didn't. <laughs> No, I'm it sure it did. <laughs> I am sure I looked at a result somewhere and Wham won the cup. And I looked, turned away and I thought, oh, beauty, tip that. Milit- and now it's run fourth. Military Kings Something for happened. Steph Lacey gets the money and absolutely bolted in at $17. Uh, Matt Krupp told us he thought Festival Prince would run super and it ran second overseas for Lindsay Hatch running third and then Wham ran fourth. Wham. Man. So, uh, yeah, big day at at, at uh, the Warwick Cup meeting. And I saw actually on social media, there was a really good crowd there and well supported. And, yeah, so it's good to see everybody moving on from uh, Toowoomba Cup, Wheatwood Day, and, and yeah. then uh, heading up the road to Warwick. So that was well supported, that meeting. And, of course, the Toowoomba, although we didn't have a meeting at Toowoomba, the Toowoomba training side of things was well represented at Eagle Farm, the last winner. Zuma, California. Yes. Trained by Cameron Richardson at Toowoomba. Going and really well, that horse. One super, didn't it? One really well. Uh, gee, I'm excited about seeing the Toowoomba horse uh, today at Eagle Farm, and that is Yellow Brick. But you're putting a bit of a knock on the Yellow well, Brick. Well, I'm not saying he can't win, but I just think the step up to 1,400 metres might bring him undone. Now, I've looked, when I did the form for the race, I thought, I don't want to pot this thing because it looks pretty good. But at 1,200 metre, and they were making a bit of ground on him late. Now, yeah. if he gets a soft run in front, he can sprint later, obviously. But I don't know. Just a couple of others that might go forward there too. So I'm not as confident as you guys. I thought maybe uh, Soothsayer and Boom Court were the two and then Yellow Brick in next best. But we shall see what happens today. He looks the perfect seven furlong horse to me. And, well, uh, you, you know, know, I tell you what, horses that are that are sharp at the 1,200 and then uh, my man used to love leading in, in seven furlong races around Flemington and Caulfield. And and he, he had a, a, a theory, you know, that horses that, you know, could be a bit soft or, you know, a bit too much pressure at the six furlongs, but then get them up to a seven and they just lead and control the race as they like mm. and... Uh, I can see him just doing doing exactly that, controlling it as he likes and blow him away. He looks a really exciting horse for the Sears camp, and yeah, I hope he's uh, I hope he's a big winner today. So uh, I we g- shall see. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be discussing this again next week. Yes, uh, most definitely, one way or another. So, but a good meeting, uh, good meeting at uh, Toowoomba tonight. We're going to have a chat to Adam Campton, uh, who Adam is uh, is a stable that has been on fire since starting that. He hasn't been going for long. I think a year under his belt at the Gold Coast there, and he's absolutely cleaning up. And we're going to have a chat to Jake Malloy, who is uh, doing a really great job with uh, working really hard for Lindsay Hatch, and he's he's riding up a storm, and he's got a good book of rides tonight. So he he should uh, have a good night tonight at the races. And JD, who tipped up a storm last week, uh, he will be back on deck. Uh, trying to tip up a storm again. So let's go to our first break, and when we come back on the other side, we'll have a chat to Adam Campton. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Download. On this Caulfield Cup day, what a big day, a ride around the country. And 
Chris, I've yeah. got a newbie. I've got a newbie on the show today, and that is Adam Campton, a oh. trainer who has not had his license for too long, but has been dead set training up a storm. Adam, welcome to the Darling Down Life. Good day, boys. Thanks for having me. Adam has an unbelievable... I was just looking at this the other night, strike rates for trainers, because I was actually looking at... I was doing the form for Kilcoy yesterday, and I was looking at some... And I thought, Adam Camden, he doesn't seem to have a lot of runners at times, but, gee, they, most of them win, and the strike rate was something up like 25 27%. So, tell you what, if you haven't got time to do the form, just back Adam Campton's runners, and you'll be well in front. Yeah. <laughs> no, things have started well. Uh, obviously, been only training now for a year, but... um. I've had some great help, got some good horses and um, got some great people behind me who make uh, my job a lot easier. Uh, Adam, tell us about your story and, and how it came about. You've obviously uh, been overseas and uh, spent time in Hong Kong, but from a strong racing family? Yeah, from a strong racing family. Um, obviously, my dad was a jockey and horse trainer and my grandfather was a Great jockey as well. He won the Melbourne Cup and Caulfield Cup uh, in 1962. So um, he was a, he played a big part in my life. A man that uh, you know more or less told me to back myself in life and have a go at anything. And that was one of the main reasons I chose to come home from Hong Kong after learning plenty of uh, some great trainers over there. So um, yeah, my partner Taylor and I bit the bullet and uh, decided to come home and have a crack at training. Now you've got a bit of a background too in uh, in bookmaking, Adam. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So I uh, worked at Bet Choice first of all with Mark Morrissey and Colin Tidy, um, two uh, very fearless bookmakers, but um, two very, very smart men who um, definitely taught me a lot more. Mark Morrissey had a lot to do with him early on, and um, he taught me. You know, I was a young, young guy going into it, thinking I knew a bit about the form here and there, but I probably had no idea. And um, he taught me so much, um, and I'm really grateful for the opportunity they gave me. They, you know, without them, I probably wouldn't have got my job in Hong Kong, and uh, it helps uh, with placing and uh, training your horses these days. I read an article about Mark Morrissey once, Sammy, and, and it said that, oh, I think it was some, some long span of 17, 18 years, he'd never had a losing month. Really? Never had a losing month. Does that sound about right, Adam? Yeah, yeah, he's he's just one of those guys, you, it doesn't matter if it's horse racing, building a house, but he... I don't know, building a road or anything. He just not, he's just a very, very intelligent man. Um, anything you ask him, he listens, he reads a lot and he listens to a lot of different podcasts. And um, he's a quirky bugger, but um, yeah, he definitely taught me a lot. And um, I think anyone that he sort of talks to, you sort of, if you just listen to him, uh, he'll teach you plenty. We need to get him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell us about your time in Hong Kong and, and how that, that job came about. Uh, that job came about actually. I'm good mates with Zachy Purton, and um, I messaged him one day at Unibet. I, I hadn't had enough. Um, oh, I probably did. I had enough, and I was just looking for something new. I always loved Hong Kong racing. Dad rode over there when he was younger, and always, uh, you know, talked so highly about the place. So it was somewhere I always wanted to go. And uh, thankfully, Zach put in a good word for me with Richard, um, who was my boss at the time. He became my boss, and um, they got me over there. It was long. You know, it took about eight months to get it all sorted and go over and. Taylor and I were only new in our relationship, so we uh, we decided to pack our bags and move over there. And uh, honestly, it's the best thing I ever did. And and coming back from there, you just is it just that that lifestyle just sort of wears you down a little bit in the end? It does. Um, it definitely does. I could. I think in time I could move back there. You know, if I was a successful trainer, I got offered an opportunity to go back. I would maybe in time. Um, it, it, it is. You know, it, you miss your family, especially with COVID as well. And um, I miss my family, but Taylor as well. She had a brand new nephew, and 
Um, she didn't see her family that much, so I thought, you know, she did plenty for me, so I thought, why not come home and we'll um, move back to sunny Queensland, and that's when we decided to train on the Gold Coast. And I, I guess, um, especially through that COVID period, and, and, you know, I'm hearing sort of even now, it's tough enough living in Hong Kong with all the restrictions and, and when you're involved in, in horse racing and, uh, you, you know, you can, there's only so far you can go with. It's it's not like uh, it's free reign again over there, is it? No, it's still, it's still tough for them boys over there and, and their partners as well. It's um, I think that's one of the reasons why Zach is so good at what he does. He's mentally tough and you've got to be over there. It's, it's one of those places you, you, you can be on top of the world one day and that's it within 10 minutes, you're at the bottom of the barrel. So um, it's they did carry on a bit the way they did, I think. Um, I know it was obviously a pandemic, but um, I think, you know, people's mental illness came into a... Mm. A fair bit of as well as a few jockeys and trainers, and uh, not just that, uh, a few staff tra- uh, they were struggling as well. So, um, you know, it was a great place and it did a lot for me, but it was definitely the right time to come home. Just on Zach Purton, and you mentioned Adam that you, you're close to him. Uh, now, I, I don't you know, get involved in Hong Kong racing, but I did hear a, a few uh, um, radio broadcasts, a few interviews, and, and read some things that even he was starting to struggle with keeping the motivation levels uh, really high. He's just been so successful, and God, we saw him ride seven out of nine last week. Um, is it getting to the point where he probably starting to look at doing something else? Oh, for sure. That's, it wouldn't be shocked. As I read something yesterday. Zach probably won't ride. He won't be riding within the next two years. It wouldn't yeah. shock me if he come home early. Um, it is just one of those places that it's, you know, day in, day out. It can be the same same thing. And, it, it um, you know, you're, you're dealing with a lot over there. I know people say, you know, it's big money. And uh, at the end of the day, money's not everything. No. Um, you know, and he's got two beautiful young kids and a beautiful partner. So, they haven't really lived at all in Australia. And um, I can tell you one thing, um, Australia is a, a beautiful place to live and we're very lucky. Yeah, yeah. So you've parked up at the Gold Coast and pretty quickly uh, your stables come to hand and and you've filled boxes easily. Yeah, I've been lucky. Um, both supporters from Hong Kong and uh, obviously here as well. We've got 33 in work. Uh, we're just about to expand in the next month to 48. So... Things have picked up, but um, as I say, I, I know it's my name next to it, but I've got great staff, and they're, you know, they're, they're willing to get up early hours and um, help me out as much as you know we help them. But um, without that, I wouldn't be able to be where I am today. And um, I'm, I'm a massive thanks to all my owners as well, because you know I never trained, and it was more or less just me backing myself and telling them that I, I think I can train. So um, that's why they gave me horses. Well, I think they realise now that you certainly can train. Uh, you happy to stay on the Gold Coast? No plans to go anywhere else at this stage? At this stage, yeah, I'm happy. It's been really good to me. The Surf Club's been great to me. We've got a great setup. Um, I do set myself goals, and I, you know, in time, you never know. I wouldn't mind having a crack at Sydney, Melbourne, yeah. or um, as I said, I wouldn't mind getting to Hong Kong as well. But um, you know, I want to sort of just keep going where I'm going at the moment. You know, start getting a few more to Brisbane and taking on the bigger trainers, and see how we go then. So you head to Toowoomba tonight uh, after having a couple of runners at Kilcoy yesterday. Tonight uh, you're saddling up Formula Formula XL, who uh, this is a really interesting horse. He is. Uh, had a few issues when he came back from Hong Kong. Uh, he's taken a long time for him to get right. Uh, a very talented maidener. Um, he's a bit of a quirky horse. He needs luck. If you draw a barrier, I'd say he um, should be beating this field pretty easily. Um, but he is just one of those horses, I don't know, he could get up there and 
see the bright lights and get a bit excited. But um, a lovely, big, strong horse. They paid an absolute fortune for him as a young horse. Um, and I know why, because he's a beautiful-looking horse. But um, his work with us recently has been very, very good. And um, Carl's done a lot of work on him as well, so he deserves a ride. In race number six, that's your other runner for the night. So you're saddling up Diwali Lights again for Carl Zekner to ride. Yeah, another very quirky horse. Um, he's he's caused me plenty of headaches. Uh, I always knew he had the ability to do it. He was a former Hong Kong horse. It's just all in his head with this horse. But finally, finally last start, just rode him forward. And um, it was a brilliant ride by Carl. He stacked him and got going early. Um, I definitely think he can go on with it. He's come on since his last run, and I, I've always wanted to get him up to this trip. So, um, you know, he's cherry ripe now, fifth up. Um, and I'm even excited maybe even next up to get him up to like the 2,000, but he, he's going well. And you've also got Guy Dragon going around uh, today at the Gold Coast. Yeah, for another former Hong Kong horse uh, who's won a, lot, a couple of races over there. Talented horse, getting older now. He's obviously got his few issues, um, but it was good to see him stick his neck out last start. Young Emily rode him a treat. Um, more rain, the better. Um, and I think he can run a big race. He got really well on Tuesday morning. And, um, yeah, hopefully he can do it again for a great bunch of owners. It's really good to see that, um, you know, these Hong Kong horses, I mean, once upon a time they went to Hong Kong and, and they never came back, didn't they? Yeah, exactly right. And that's the... That's the thing. I, I want to get as many back as, as we can. And if they're fit to race, I, I think, you know, a lot of them just retire and I think they just need to go in a paddy list. You know, they're racehorses and a lot of them want to come home and race. And uh, I've never noticed with Guy, the fitter he's got, the more he loves his work. And he's like a stable pet, really. He's a quirky bugger. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been it's good to give him another lease of life. And, Adam, you've got Hodgson going really well. He uh, He's a horse that went off the boil a little bit, but uh, you've certainly got him back to his best. Yeah, he uh, came to us. Um, just a bit of routine with him and um, changed up a few things, not much he, he's a beautiful big horse um, he looks like a horse that would get over a mile but I think he's just better kept at the shorter distances um, probably I just, I've always wanted to ride him that bit quieter, just watching him in his other races and thankfully we've been able to do that um, since doing that, he's, he's been attacking the line last start, he probably got exposed a little bit early at the top of the straight um, and he got run down late but uh, I'm going to try and set him up for a race on Magic Millions Day uh, if we can he's out in the paddock now he'll come back next week but um, yeah lovely horse to do anything with he's just a gem to have around the stables eats, drinks uh, just does everything very professional so haven't done too much with him he's, he's just a nice horse sounds like us <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, there's a bit going on there at the Gold Coast obviously um uh, which, you know, you have to sort of change your training methods around a little bit when you haven't got the normal tracks to work on. But you know, how much longer is that? Is that going to be like that for? Oh, I think it's still a few months, mate. Um, your guess is as good as mine. But, uh, yeah, it has been tough. Um, but I think you just got to use your brain on the wet days, try and treadmill as much as we can. And, um, you know, at times it probably is a bit frustrating that you want to give some horse to gallop. But, uh in the long run, I think it pays off if you just sort of take it easier sometimes. And, um, you know, you've just got to deal with what you've got in front of you. So um, I think everyone's realised that now. But um, it's going to be great when it's all done. It's, it'll, it should be one of the best tracks in Australia sort of thing. And it'll have great facilities as well. So I'm lucky to sort of be based here now. And the fact that, uh, you know, it's, 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 yeah, I mean, for them to trick it up and make it, uh, make the facilities as good as they can be for you guys. And it's such a, a good little hub there on the Gold Coast, isn't it? I'm sure that, um, uh, especially when you're training, turning out winners like you, it creates more owners to the stable. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, of course, you get 
I've had a lot more phone calls now. People asking you to um, train their horses. But I've had definitely a few questions from owners saying, you know, the track's suitable to have the horses train there. And, of course, they are. I, I can't believe how well the course prop has handled everything. You know, they're racing here every week. And we've had a lot of rain. And uh, it's just continued to race. So it's, it's a big pat on, to the, pat on the back to the boys who look after it every week. And um, we're very, very blessed to have Nevesh up here now. He's, he's an absolute pleasure. Um, to have around, he's, he's a gentleman, and um, he uh, tries his best to get a, get the best out of the tracks. Uh, the other question I had for you too was the poly track. The poly track will uh, will be uh, put in at the Gold Coast, similar to the one, or exactly the same as the one at uh, the Sunshine Coast. Do you have any issues with the poly track? You don't mind running your horses on it? No, um, of course there's some horses. I think you just got to pick and choose the right ones that can go on it. We work close with our vet, so some of them we think. Um, you know, some some of those tracks just don't give as much give, so there's different horses that, you know, can't go on it. But, um, you know, as a training track, it'd be so much better. And um, with the amount of rain we've had recently, and it looks like we're going to continue to get um, those tracks are a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Adam, uh, best of luck uh, today and tonight, and uh, thanks for joining us on the Darling Download. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thanks, Adam. You too. There is Adam Campton, his stable in hot form and uh, worth following wherever he takes a runner. Uh, and horses are just running super. Let's take a break now. When we come back on the other side, we're going to have a chat to Nick Keel, who is a Toowoomba-based jockey. He's got a few rides tonight. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Chris, I've got Jake Malloy on the line uh, who, at late notice, he stepped up to the plate because Nick Keel is missing in action. What a good man. And Jake has said, I'm all over this. I am dead set all over this. And he's been riding an absolute treat of late. Uh, Jake, well, welcome to the Darling Download. I think we had you on not uh, so long ago and bagged a couple of winners uh, after that. And I'll tell you what, uh, well, in your... Short time being uh, based there with Lindsay Hatch, you've been riding up a storm. Yeah, guys, just uh, working hard and trying my best. I uh, can't really say much else. That's all you L- need Lindsay's, to say. Lindsay's just... a good boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lindsay, Lindsay has helped me out a lot, you know. I really appreciate his support and him and Tracy really look after me, so yeah. Now, we've spoken to Lindsay in the past and we've spoken to to apprentices that have that have worked with Lindsay or been with Lindsay and he's a, he's old school and when you don't turn up at the races, and we're, Sammy, I think you got in trouble for this one. Your dad had a crack out. You don't turn up at the races wearing thongs, do you? Exactly. <laughs> Is that right? I don't think Lindsay would allow for that. Def- definitely right, guys. Um, Yeah, he dresses nicely. I like to dress nicely. I've always been brought up like that anyway, but... Yep. Always go races in a collared T-shirt and a nice pair of pants and a nice uh, set of shoes on. So better than Sammy. Yep. Old school. This is this is what we like. It's funny. I was talking to. Uh, I had a message from Ben Wright yesterday, who's a mate of mine here, and uh, and is Nathan Grubby Day's uh, younger brother, and uh, and Nathan's son, Kane, works for him. And anyway, uh, he Kane, he and his mate turned up. Uh, uh, well, they didn't turn up for work last week. They had a they had a night on the drink and went bananas in town. They didn't turn up, and then yesterday, uh, Ben sent me a picture of them carrying uh, wood uh, in, and Kano had the shirt off. He was covered in mud, and he said, "This is what happens when you don't turn up 
the next day after <laughs> after uh, a big night. And and then, you know, I was thinking, uh, the reason I tell this story, Jake, is I was thinking back to, to my apprentice days and my man was old school, hard on discipline. And, and uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, you know, a day on the tools. Uh, it was, you know, always, well, it just happened. You just went out and picked up the paddocks. You had to go out and pick up the paddocks. And there was like... You know, back then we had a big stable and, and there's like 26 paddocks. That's that's a lot of droppings, Chris. That is a lot of droppings. And I never forget coming in at like 11.30 in the morning, trailer full of uh, horse droppings, and Dad goes, how'd we go with that? Did you enjoy that? And I said, no, I didn't enjoy it at all. And he goes, good. Well, now just sharpen up, you know, sharpen up. And, and I'll tell you what, a, a day of discipline like that, it pulls you into line, doesn't it, Jake? Oh, definitely, definitely. I've had, I haven't had many, but I've had a couple of meetings in the office and not really doing bad stuff, but maybe just letting a weight slide and that kind of thing. And <laughs> he gets me in the office and he he doesn't tell, tell me a new one, but he just gives me a firm. <laughs> I smarten up pretty quick after that anyway. Firm but fair. Hard but fair. <laughs> yeah. It's good good, good to know. Um, and, and uh, gee, you must be happy with, with how things are going and you're getting great opportunities out of Toowoomba. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm loving the life living here in Toowoomba. I don't, I don't mind it. I know it gets a bit cold and a bit miserable sometimes, but when you're getting the sort of opportunities with the race rides that I'm getting, it's all worthwhile. And you're not originally from Toowoomba, are you? No, I, I was born in uh, Forbes in New South Wales. Yeah. A lot of my, uh, the Malloy side of family's from there, but I, I grew up on the Sunshine Coast in a little town called um, Lansborough. Oh, I yeah. did my school now. Near the race course. Near the race course, right near the race course. Yeah, mum rode work at the sunny coast, so did a few early mornings in the car waiting for her to finish work and drop me to school, but that's how it goes sometimes. How good's that? How good is that? That's uh, And, you know, I'm back in those early days. I mean, when you're involved and, and you're living and breathing horses, it's uh, it's just natural that you, you take this path, isn't it, Jake? Yeah, definitely. I, I never really thought about doing anything else i did a little bit of an electrician uh apprenticeship sort of pre-apprenticeship but i got a bit busy doing the the boxing when i was in school and that sort of took a lot of my time up and then when i gave that away i was straight onto this you know it's a big thing isn't it up here the boxing uh i've got a mate that's uh from down in melbourne his son has come up here and uh he's you know in the in the boxing circuit and uh he's uh yeah a sheen uh, Cox, he's, he's going really well. But it, it seems like uh, for boxers, there's good opportunities. Is that fair to say? Yeah, definitely, I think. Um, well, I only fought in the amateurs, guys. Um, I won a couple of Queensland titles and went to uh, represent Queensland and Aussies and all that kind of thing. But, yeah, I was always fighting. You know, there's never there's never, never not a uh, fight meeting on on the weekend. You can always go and fight in the amateurs and... There's a lot of good pros coming up now in Queensland and a lot of promoters, so it's good for young blokes trying to get into the game, I guess. It's good to have that. It's good to know how to fight, number one, and not that you want to use <laughs> it seriously, not that you want to use it, but for self-defence, it can be very ha- handy. Plus, being a jockey for fitness, it must be great. Yeah, I, I'd say one thing, it sort of helped me with, oh, like, discipline and yeah. dedication. You know, times, it gets pretty tough sometimes being an apprentice and a, a jockey and in in general, sorry, but just learning to go to training and 
as in such an early age and always rock up. You know, you train every day, sometimes twice a day. So I think it grounded me quite well into what I'm trying to achieve in this sport, I guess. Yeah, and uh, it's always good when, um, you know, you've got someone holding you 3D on a favourite and you come in and you run third, <laughs> beating half a length, and you come in, you just want to box on back no. in the jo- Oh, we actually, <laughs> we're not that. promoting that. We're not promoting <laughs> I, I actually, I actually did it once, Jake, and I couldn't fight my way out of a paper bag, and it cost me a couple of months' yeah. suspension. So we, we don't condone any of this behaviour. Who'd you have a crack at? Dale Smith. Oh, he's I pushed, him, I pushed him, and he fell over the bag. And there was a rotten steward, Taylor Wilson and someone, he's standing in the corner, put me straight in. Unbelievable. I said, what are you doing standing there anyway, watching blacks? Like, get set, turn it up. It's like a traffic camera. He's just waiting for something to happen. What's that? I think Dale actually told me that story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we laugh at, at, uh, looking back on it now, I wasn't laughing too much, I'll tell you. Gee whiz. Murdered one of, uh, I was riding one of John Hawkes's. Oh, come back in. I'm like, gee whiz. It's, uh, it was tough. It was he tough didn't hold back either, did he, John Hawkes? <laughs> no. He would have given you a mouthful. <laughs> he did not. Righto. Now let's get on to your rides tonight. Uh, right. Race one, Spill the Tears. Fitting that we kick off with Spill the Tears <laughs> uh, for Lindsay Hatch. Drawn a good gate. Yeah, guys. He's a nice little horse. He's only little. Um, He's trialled well. Um, his work's been okay. He's probably the last start over the 800 metres was probably a bit sharp for him and he had a bad gait then. So the the good barrier and he's got nice gait speed, so he should put himself there. All righty. Uh, I'm just getting my uh, right page up here and I think I might have messed it up. No, race number two, you're on any way you want it for Paul Nolan Jr. Just an awkward looking draw there. Yeah, look. He gets he leads over the mile. I'm just unsure where I'm going to be in the with the 1200, um, but obviously he jumps well, and I'll probably be able to get a nice handy spot. And Paul always has his horses ready, so I'll say he'll run a nice race for us. Uh, race three, you're riding Saddle Boy. Yeah, um, I sort of wanted to get on this horse for a while. I like him. He's a cool little horse. Um, obviously, they reckon his work's been well, and. He, He's up to the grade, so I think if I get the right run and he uh, performs for me, I, I, honestly, he could probably win, I think. Uh, another one in race five, another one for your boss, uh, Lindsay Hatch, Octavian. Yeah, uh, it's going pretty well. Um, yeah, I'll keep that one short. He's, he's going pretty well, guys. Boom. Boom. Okay. All right, now, race number six. If you had tuned into the Toowoomba local news last night, you would have seen my stupid-looking head up there tipping number eight visual element as one of the bets of the night. <laughs> Super impressive winning last start, uh, Jake. Yeah, definitely, guys. It's a mare that I've sort of had a lot to do with. She's a bit of a, I don't know, difficult horse to ride track work. She has a little little moments and that kind of thing, but she can definitely gallop. So I'm, she worked well on Tuesday, and I'm pretty confident on our Saturday night. Good. It's not an overly tough race, so if I can just get a nice spot in the run, and uh, I think she'd be hard to beat. And now this is a big concern for you, Jake, because uh, race eight, number one, is my best for Toowoomba tonight. Instant karma, so it's carrying me, and it's always a concern. I can stop them. Uh, instant karma, <laughs> does it just win? <laughs> I I am quite confident, Sammy. Um, 
obviously is really well last start. Just run into a bit better horse. Um, the the field is not that great, so and the work on Thursday morning, I think, on him was really impressive. So I'm I'm pretty confident. Right out. Very confident. Oh, pretty to very. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's dropped well, enough since yeah. he earned up to <laughs> it. <laughs> Well, best oh, yeah. of luck for the weekend, and uh, well done on uh, on uh, your career tonight. Uh, all yeah. the best. Thanks, guys. Uh, have a good day. I appreciate your call. Thanks, Jake. There is Jake Malloy, and uh, he's got good good book of rides there tonight, he, and uh, uh, lovely lad, is yeah, he? Yeah, he is, and he, he rides very well. He's riding a lot of winners and doing the form regularly. He's popping up with his claim everywhere, so that claim won't last long. No, that is for sure. Okay, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, it is tipping time. We're going to try and tip some winners for the Toowoomba meeting tonight. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. You are listening to The Darling Download and it's tipping time. We're in the home straight this morning, Chris O Mm. and Jonathan Davies. He took the cream last week. He starred with a score of five points, uh, a $7 winner. He did say, he he had confidence in his voice last week and he did say he was going to be tipping value. One paid seven bucks at uh, Eagle Farm, so he... I uh, got the money last week. I was hopeless, but I had one second, so I get two points. You beat and me. Chris, oh, you had one third for one point. I know you wanted Wham to have won the Warwick I Cup. Thought... <laughs> you wanted it to I have won I told you this one. Wham won the Warwick Cup. And you said, no, it didn't. It ran fourth. I said, no, it didn't. It won. You were right. It ran fourth. I don't know why I thought it won. <laughs> yeah. It's I funny. reckon it won, and it got relegated to fourth on protest. <laughs> no, because I watched the replay oh, this did morning. You? <laughs> it was uh, well beaten. No. Uh, but anyway, it's on again this week, and JD joins us from Aquas. Uh, where is my uh, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility? And JD... Uh, Let's tip up a storm again this week. Righto, I am going to Woomba, race eight, number one, instant karma. I think uh, this is this is its race, and we've just spoken to uh, Jake Malloy. Uh, he sounds confident. He said its work has been good. Uh, the only problem is, can it carry me? Uh, but I think it can. Instant karma, race eight, number one. That's my tip to Woomba. JD, what have you got? All right, boys, I am going Toowoomba nice and early. Race one, number seven, Irish Sally. I think uh, she should should probably be favourite, but I think she should be be winning this. I've got two good things at Toowoomba, Sam, so this is very difficult. I'm divided. Uh, I'm going to go with race three, number one, Gaius for Cody Collis. Very impressive winning last start against the tempo. Looks a nice type. Righto. Then I am heading to Eagle Farm, race five, number four, Yellow Brick for the Toowoomba Train Sears Camp. Uh, this is a good horse, I reckon. Gee, I reckon it's uh, it it was really impressive there last time round, and yeah, I think it'll be uh, it'll be winning again, Yellow Brick. Okay, well this might be a first. I am with you, Sam. Oh, oh I am with you. This thing I am Eagle Farm Race Five, Number Four, Yellow Brick by uh, the Mission, who stands with us here at Aquas, and uh, he's a really progressive horse. I think 
Um, talking to Matty like a couple of weeks ago, I've got a pretty good opinion of this horse, and I think he will be taking care of these, and I think they'll take care of him, and he could be a winter carnival um, stakes horse, I think. Um, so, yeah, follow him. I am going race six, number nine, Amity Gal for David Van Dyke and Ryan Maloney. Two from two this prep. Eagle Farm and the Sunny Coast can bring that Sunny Coast. Last start win to town. She'll get a nice run. Doesn't look good on the on paper with that barrier draw. If you do the map, you'll find the speed is on the outside of her. So she can win race nine, race six, number nine, Amity Gal. Okay. And nationally, I am going to Caulfield. Race three, number one, Mr. Maestro. Uh, I'm a big fan of this horse, and I'm sticking Ooh, with him. On. Uh, yeah, he's short, but um, <laughs> and we know that's not a good recipe, short and carrying uh, me. But uh, gee, I think it's a good horse. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. I think I might have heard somewhere that maybe Forsman was not so happy with it on heavy ground. Like obviously we're dealing with heavy 10 conditions for Caulfield. So uh, that will be interesting to see, but um, hopefully it goes around and and gets the money. Have you got any, have you got any mail on that about uh, whether the breeding JD is, is, uh, is leaning to a wet track with Mr. Maestro? I have no idea about that one. Sorry. I know. Um, I'm sorry, mate. Uh, I just got to Sydney. Sorry, guys. No, um, right. I, I'm Bendigo race one. Ooh. If they run, this horse just wins. Number two, IFO, Lloyd Kennywell. First start, a two-year-old by Santos. Um, Lloyd has just absolutely declared it. So if they run, it wins. Wow. Okay. right yeah. All right. I'm going to go to Ramwick and tip race seven, number one, Nature Strip. <laughs> Everybody's got a reason Well not everybody But a lot of people oh, He can't win because of this oh, He can't win because of that You know what He'll be winning He's a serious horse World's and... best sprinter Yes Yeah he is World's best sprinter He's a superstar Thanks JD No worries Thanks guys Cheers. Thanks JD There is Jonathan Davies From Aquas uh, Queensland's best And largest stallion didn't... facility And Queensland Breeders Number one supporter Didn't sound like an airport You think he's got his own Chartered plane <laughs> Probably. Probably. Didn't hear any uh, background noise or announcements. Uh, we're very grateful for him joining us. Uh, busy man that he is, but uh, he, never, he never leaves us out, does he? So, uh, yeah. Now, let's go to the tips uh, this week for Toowoomba. And race number one, I am with JD, Irish Sally. This is, this is its race. Michael Murphy on board. Uh, yeah, it's fourth time out. Kylie and... Corey Gearan train, and gee, I think it'll be hard to beat anything there, Chris. No. Then, Too hard that first off. On to race two. I am with, and over again, I'm a big fan of the Sears camp, and I think this horse uh, can be sharp enough. His first up form is not great, which is a bit of a concern, but I just think uh, this is a good race to kick off in, and I think he can be getting the money. Race three. Number six, Coins Road for Matt Krupp. Now, it's got no jockey down, which is a bit of a concern. Uh, But if he goes around, I reckon it can be getting the money. But you are all about Gaius. I am all over Gaius for Cody Collis and Mark Curry, who, as I said, was a a very impressive winner last start against the tempo from the back of the field. Charged home. Sectional timers were very, very strong. Up in the weights, but he can win again. 
this will be an interesting race, uh, race number four. And this is where I'm tipping the Adam Campton horse, Formula XL. Uh, this horse has been to, uh, obviously, in Hong Kong, and he hasn't won a race. He hasn't done much at all over there. Uh, but he's made his way back here to the Gold Coast, trained by Adam Campton, and Adam's happy with this horse. I think he can get the first win on the board tonight. Interesting uh, runner there, Sammy, uh, down near the bottom. A frog in a sock. Oh, yeah, the old frog in a sock. <laughs> number 13, the emergency. There we go. Now, race number five, I am with number six, Octavian. And Jake Malloy gave us a little, little – he, he didn't want to say too much about Octavian, did he? So I think uh, it could this could be its right race for Octavian. It's been effective at this trip. It's uh, great on its home track and just looks a good race for him. Saddle Boy was the one he was keener on earlier, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, yeah. in the Gaius race. Okay. Then on to race six. Okay, here we go. Cutterbry. Number three, Cutterbry. It was 100 to one last time round. It sat up on speed. Sam Collett just let it drift out the back. And I don't know if she thought there was an issue with it or something. It's not hopeless, this horse. It's not hopeless. I reckon it'll run a race. It's only 1-1 one, one from 19, which is ugly, but... This is its race. I'm with Visual Element, number eight. So Lindsay Hatch and Jake Malloy, we spoke about it earlier. Very uh, impressive winner, I thought, last time out. And looks a promising sort. And race seven, number two, Flying Joy. I'm with Matt Croft and Nathan Evans. Uh, this horse has been racing really well, and I think it's uh, found a nice race. I, I'm with you there. That's a very average field, and this one looks to have plenty of upside. Found the line well last couple and gets to a mile. This is my best. Instant karma. Let's go. The karma. Get the money for Jake Malloy and Paul Nolan Jr. Uh, yeah, they, the others just look really ordinary, don't they? So I think instant karma can get the money on its home track. Anything to add there, Chris? Yeah, I might have something to add here. I'm just looking something up. Uh, St. Moritz update. Oh, yes. St. Moritz uh, now with John Manselman. Last start was at Cloncurry last uh, Friday. And he, he got fin- beat. Finished out of the placings, beaten 6.8 lengths. Of course he He's did. just getting worse and worse and worse. He's a cacker. He did place at Twin Hills three starts back. <laughs> I see uh, Sedgino have jumped out of him, which is surprising, isn't it? <laughs> I think uh, John is the owner as well. So John Manselman is now owner-trainer. He will have him for life, St. Moritz. There mm. you go. Uh, bit of a St. Moritz update. Hope everybody has a great Caulfield Cup day. Uh, Chris O, it was on this day 29 years ago I had my first ride in really? a race at uh, Bendigo. And I rode Ark of the Diver for Mick Kent. And then I went out two races later and I had a ride for my dad on Retrieve at 25 to 1. And you wouldn't believe it. He got the money. Wow. Amazing. So uh, there you go. Thanks for the Useless information there. Uh but, yeah, it's a day I will You'll always remember, no, Caulfield no. Cup Day. So I hope everybody has a good Caulfield Cup Day and make sure you tune in and punt plenty at Toowoomba tonight.